from the great, the great Pelican State. Growing up in the 80s, it seemed that everyone's parents were divorced. Well, not everyone, but an alarming number of my friends had houses and families that were much different than mine. Mom, dad, sister, oh, and a half-sister and half-brother that were grown and stayed with you sometimes. Wait, what? (laughs) Having a father that had been married before, he met my mother, married her, and had us, never connected for me with the stories of all my friends whose parents were now married to other people. What the heck is a stepmom, anyways? (laughs) I pride myself on my intelligence, and I always have. I've always been a precocious, interested child that was as happy or happier at the grown-ups table listening and sharing stories as at the kids' table coloring and cutting up. But this issue of divorce is one I was just plain dumb on. I very specifically remember asking my mother once around five or six if Carol, the woman my father had married in his early 20s before divorcing as he entered his 30s, was my stepmom, or could she be, since Everyone else seemed to have one. I knew she was my older brother's mom and my older sister's mom, and that seemed an awful lot like the relationships my classmates had thanks to these divorces. Mom scoffed at first, then laughed, then warmed into a smile and spent quite a bit of time explaining the vagaries of modern American marriage. Dad met and married a woman when he was younger. They ended up divorced because that happens sometimes, and marriage is hard. And then later, Dad met Mom, they fell in love, and after a lot of thought, they ended up getting married and had me and my baby sister, and that's how our family looks. It's okay. It's not just like everyone else's, but it's not weird either. And no, my mom and dad aren't getting a divorce. (laughs) That was my own personal after-school special somewhere around 1987 while parked outside the Hughes Quick Stop to get an icy after school. For years, I very specifically said that this was a part of Dad's life I wasn't going to copy. I knew better than he did, so surely I'd pick perfectly on that first mate and not complicate my life story and my children's lives with this step-and-half nonsense. But (laughs) I am my father's son. And as bright as I am, or as righteous as us Sharptons may be, we are, every one of us, human. And that comes with a whole lot of I probably should haves. Jimmy Sharpton is a wonderfully gifted singer with a natural ear for music and an innate ability to harmonize, riff on a melody, or even imitate fairly closely an original take on something he's heard just once or twice. His song is his joy, and an expression thereof, as he has spent more of his life whistling, singing, or humming than silent or talking. This is a trait that he very thankfully passed on to me. The music is in my heart, because his blood flows through my veins. He is a silly old man, and has been for my entire life. Full of peccadilloes and quirks that would drive anyone other than my mother insane after sharing a home and house with him for 40 years and counting. He clears his throat 
constantly and bangs his spoon against his cereal bowl incessantly and wipes down his drinking cups to clear off the condensation obsessively. He spends hours on end watching old western serials that he's already seen, which is a mirror of the hours on end he'd spend watching hunting videos and TV shows when I was a kid. He's got a sweet tooth and an eye for pretty ladies and decent taste in both arenas. He loves my mother in a way that I have always appreciated, even when I didn't understand it. He loves her for her humor and her intelligence and her supreme ability to run a household. But he craves her, too. He longs for her presence. It calms and sustains him, and I have spent my whole life hoping I'd find a love that lights me up like his love for her charges him like a Duracell. I'm so glad I have found it, even if it took me two tries as well. As I've grown, I've learned that Dad really did have a whole life before he met Jamie and I came on the scene. Imagine that, 34 years can hold a lot of living, as my 37 reminds me when I bend over too fast. Just this year, I learned, for instance, that Dad rode the rodeo circuit for a period. That may have even caused some head trauma that he's seeing the effects of now, though that's a bit of a long shot. I didn't know about the rodeo, but I did grow up hearing stories about his tournament fishing days. There were patches and some awards around the house when I was small. His move to deer hunting and how it crushed all his other hobbies and interests outside of carpentry. I had heard the stories about how he missed Vietnam because he had been water skiing in early March and his physical showed spots on his lungs. It was pneumonia that he didn't know that he had yet. How he had tried college, but ended up shooting pool more than going to class and dropped out after one semester. How he worked with his father during high school and was making more than the hired mill hands when he graduated, so he just went into business for himself and started building houses. I remember how hard he pushed me to do something else with my life. Use my head, sit at a big desk, push papers or ideas instead of hammering nails. Where I ended up isn't where he wanted me, but I do know that he's proud of where I am. I know because he tells me. My dad wasn't and isn't perfect, but he always showed and shared his love. He hugs us. He kisses us. He held us when we cried, even when it was him that had made us cry. He always told me he was proud of me, not just my achievements or abilities, but me. And he means it, too. Jimmy Sharpton is a complicated man who I have disagreed with more than anyone else on earth, most likely, just because I've been confronted with so much of him over the years. But there is no one I'd rather call my father. There is no one I'd rather see beside my mother. And no one I'd rather have my children call Opa. That's Dutch for grandfather. So much of who I am is a direct result of who he is. And for that, I am eternally thankful. Even my rough edges remind me of where we came from and how far we can go from there 
when we put our incredibly hard heads to it. Today, Dad turns 72 and is enjoying some of those sweets he likes so much and almost definitely watching a Western. I can't be with him today, but he is always with me, flowing through my veins, echoing in my ears, and pushing me to use my head while I'm being led by my heart. I love you, Dad. Happy birthday. From me and all these weirdos listening. For now, I'm Joel. That's my story. Or one of them anyway. Thanks for listening. You got busted without a dime to your name. You took a bus ride with your mindset to fame. They had a tough time remembering your name. Well, we don't. No, we don't. You missed your big chance to be a Hollywood star. But for most folks, that never was in the cards. Well, you sailed and you failed. Well, at least you got to do it while you were young. Before you get old and you lose your nerve. So here's to you from the great Pelican State. It's never too late to come back home So here's to you for doing what you gotta do We'll be waiting here with love in place from the great the great pelican stay